I am Matt Vasquez from Team Whiplash, and this is the RoboCast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Samuel at 64, and welcome back to the RoboCast. With myself, Steve the American Gilljoy, and David of Smeg, because Jevon's on a boat. Um, yes. You needed another Norfolk reference, you know, and then, 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 then I'm just here. We've got, how, how are you doing, David? It's been a long old while since we've had you on the podcast. It's and um, How have you found like the season? Year. Yeah, it's, it's been interesting. It's been interesting. I mean, I, I came into it thinking, hmm, shelf, hmm, oozes. <laughs> and, you know, the usual concerns that I think everybody else had coming into this season. But it, there's been some pretty terrific fights. I mean, the yeah, Rotator uh, Kraken springs to mind straight away. Mm, and there's a definitely. couple of juicy ones here as well, along with some extra stuff. We'll, we'll get to that. And obviously... Of course, it wouldn't be a season of BattleBots in, on Discovery if we didn't have Matt Vasquez from Whiplash join us. Um, Honestly, how are you doing, man? It's it's been a it's been a hot minute. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a while. Where I'm doing good. It's a uh, you know life's it's it's going. Been busy, but uh, getting back into robot mode a little bit. So that's been fun. <laughs> I was going to say yeah. because um, not too far away now, you're actually doing uh, a, a certain live stream event aren't you i am i will be uh i'm going to norwalk so that'll be a that'll be an experience i've been wanting to go for a long time but just i mean i was in school and school and BattleBots alone is like insane yeah. that i did that in the first place so yeah. like adding norwalk <laughs> on top of that would have just been impossible <laughs> but that, so, uh, a bit more free time now and it's, it's time to go and dominate the uh yeah. the rest of the yeah. the rest of the divisions <laughs> um, teach for a few things <laughs> Yeah, it should be fun. I'm, I'm excited. I've you know been wanting to go the last two years, like a uh, like Tommy Wong and Calvin. The year Droopy won, like the you know the whole entire thing. Mm-hmm. I was kind of planning to go with them, but it just didn't really work out. So now oh. two years later, it's like I'm finally uh, finally going. So it'll be fun. It's been a long time coming, and you finally get to live <laughs> live the dream of being on on live stream. You know, it's not even BattleBots <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, yeah. uh, we are here to talk about BattleBots, um, the round of yes. 16. And I do want to talk a little bit about Whiplash itself first, because yeah. I'm a bit confused, because, and I think a lot of people are confused. Where has the spinner been? Because <laughs> yeah. as much as I, I, I'm, I'm appreciating the fact that you're turning up to this, you know, spinner fest with a lifter and just beating yeah. everyone, I'm, I'm a bit confused as to, especially the Scorpius fight was the one that kind of was like, why didn't you just use the spinner? But I, I'm sure there's a reason why. T- t- tell, us, tell us all about it. So, first off, we, I mean, we ran the spinner for, what was it, three seasons, and it were, we were, you know, pretty successful every season, you know, the robot worked well, but we looked at all the, or at least I looked at all the fights we lost. The rest of the team didn't necessarily agree with my, uh, <laughs> my decision making here, but uh, all the fights we lost, the spinner did not help us at all. Like, every single one, and it was, most of them were against, the only one you could debatably argue it helped was Sawblaze. But all the vertical spinners we fought, the spinner was a non-factor. Like, it, it didn't help us at all. And it really just came down to they would hit us a couple times, and we just couldn't take the hits because we're kind of – I mean, how Whiplash is built, we're really skirting on the edge of, like, barely being able to held on because we have, you know, two full weapon systems. Our frame is all, like, quarter-inch aluminum, which is, like, you know, beetle weight <laughs> frame material. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. So it's like – we needed, if we want to survive big spinners, we had to put more weight in armor and more weight in forks and things like that that wouldn't just get obliterated when we get hit. So 
the way to do that was get rid of the spinner. And the idea was that if we fight, like, I don't know, endgame again, the spinner was a non-factor in that fight. We take all that and put it into what could be more effective against them. So that was the thought. And, like, for example, even the Scorpios fight. Like, you watch our Sawblaze match. Obviously, we didn't have enough top armor. <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> like not. It was, it, was, it was pretty clear we didn't have enough top armor. And we didn't really have enough weight to have a good, you know, ground game attachment. So if we fight going against Scorpios, we figured, okay, let's take the exact opposite approach. Let's armor the crap out of the top of the robot and put, you know, all the ground game we can. And it worked so much better than against Sawblaze. So it's there. There's something to it. Like spinners aren't, you know, gonna a guaranteed win. And <laughs> you have one on your robot. That's a uh, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Yeah, Definitely. you got to know how to put it and where to put it in the right places. It's it's not just yeah. turn well, it up and, and go. So there's an art know, to it. Yeah, and another big part of Whiplash is that like the spinner lifter combination. The lifter is like the lifting spatula is in front of the spinner. If we can't lift you, we can't hit you with the spinner. I mean, it's kind of as simple as that. So if we aren't able to get under you, the spinner is useless anyway. Mm -hmm. So we figured take the weight from the spinner and make it easier for us to actually utilize the lifter. If if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I think the other thing as well is not everyone kind of realizes that, but the the lifter is your weapon that's kind of judged on when it goes to a judge's decision. Not the, like the spinner, obviously it it helps with damage, of course, but like, the aggressive weapon usage comes from the lifter, not the spinner. Yeah, for sure. It's funny. Some people have made the joke like, oh, it's just like a decorative spinner. <laughs> it's really been like a... You stick your hand in front of it and see how decorative it is. Yeah. yeah. No, you don't well, want to do that. It's fine. I saw the fight with um, hypothermia a few days ago. I saw that spinner do something. It took a wheel off. I saw it Yeah, happen. it took a wheel off hypothermia. And the one fight I will say, the spinner was the main factor that won us the fight was Hydra. Mm. That yeah. fight... Like, if we were to fight Hydra this last season, we had the spinner. We Okay. I had, we had the arm with the spinner ready to go for whenever we needed it. And it was for when we fight a non-spinner type robot. Mm. So if we were to fight Blip or Hydra or any of the hammer robots or any of the lifter robots, we would have run the spinner. It's just we fought all spinners. Of course. <laughs> so um, it didn't, yep. really, didn't really work out. No, but uh, it was there. We rent, we... Took the spinner through safety, and uh, yeah, it was it didn't get to use it. <laughs> one, one of those things. Um, we'll obviously get to your fight a little bit later on because there is a lot to get through. We'll uh, yeah, yes, we we will get there eventually, of course. But this is yeah. of course Somewhat the prepared. Yes, of course. This is the round of sixteen, as usual with the kind of big tournament episodes. Click off now. Do not continue. Yes. Yep. I've given you enough time. Won't, won't hurt our feelings. It's it, fine. Yeah, go and watch it and come back. It's fine. We, we, we won't be offended. But um, we will start off with the first fight of the episode, which was Riptide and Uppercut. I'm... So, I'm somewhat surprised that Riptide was able to be so dominant against Uppercut because, like, in my head, Uppercut has the ability to kill anything in one hit. Like, we've seen it before. And I yeah. felt like at some point Uppercut would have connected with Riptide, but Ethan just didn't give him a chance. He just drove the wheels off of Riptide and, I mean, and then the wheels fell off Uppercut and all that foam started getting sprayed everywhere. It was the, amazing. The weird contraband yeah. inside, yeah. <laughs> it was definitely <laughs> contraband. <laughs> oh, dear me. It was a, a spectacular driving fight from, from Ethan and, you know, credit to that that team, you know, there's there's been a lot of things said about, you know, dubious origins of Riptide, but they've still got to pilot it. 
and yeah. and they did a great job. And yeah. they've taken and things the, out of it that like they they've taken weaknesses out of the system. That that was something that Pete was going over in the fight, uh, the fight lead up. And I mean, that's the trick is trying to make little little changes to to make sure that it's it, it's it's even more reliable than when you probably first started the tournament with these these robots change a lot over the course of a tournament. So it's you, you're not necessarily entering the box with the same robot you showed up to the event with. Um, so that they're learning, they're, they're making progress. Uh, I, I didn't expect them to dominate uppercut as well, as well as they did uppercut just on that first, on that first hit. And you'll, you'll see, uh, in the witch doctor, um, copperhead fight coming up where like, it's, it's talked about where like, if that first hit happens and you're on the wrong side of that first hit, you could be behind for the rest of the match. Um, if the other team stays on top of you and that's just the nature of the sport. So it just happened to be riptide this time that got on top of uppercut and, it was it was it was over really before it started. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, I think a big part of it was like just the geometry of the weapons that when they went head to head, like that wide surface area again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like how Riptide had or not Riptide uh, Uppercut has those kind of like two like spring loaded little wedgelets in front of their weapon. Those mm-hmm. really hindered them, I think, in a lot of ways. Or having anything in front of the weapon. Because, you know, Riptide, if you have forks against Riptide, he is going to hit them. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, when my brother fought Riptide, Jason's forks are just giant chunks of AR, and Riptide <laughs> couldn't hurt them. Like, he would hit them and bounce off. But having the little tiny forks, like on Uppercut, those aren't meant to take a hit. They're meant to scoop under other wedges. So, you know, Riptide was just able to grab those and, you know, throw them off balance immediately. I do think as well, I, I know... I know it's not like the right setup for a for a vertical spinner in in this day and age. You know the very you know the forks and what have you with with uppercut. But I do wonder if they would have benefited from having a little bit more stability because it, the the front of the robot's very narrow, uh, yeah, especially right. especially without the the wedge you can see on screen here. It has the, obviously has the tiny little forks and the kind of the weapon assembly bit in the middle is is just the width of the front of the robot. And yeah. I get if if they connect, there is a great chance they're going to win. But yeah. they didn't get a chance to connect in this instance because they just they didn't have the ability to kind of point it where they wanted to. And it's kind of when you see uppercut turn, it does gyro a lot and it, it kind of does. Yep. It, it's not very balanced in my yeah. mind. The, na- like- the nature of a two wheel bot, it's they, they oversteer and they gyro, especially if you got to revert it. That, that's just the unfortunate, the unfortunate um, reality the physics of driving a two wheel. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, especially with a weapon that big makes driving it really exactly. difficult. Exactly. Like, it's, yeah. it's not, like a lot of the fights uppercut wins, he just kind of like sits, aims, and then drives forward into you. He can't really like maneuver around the arena all that well. So yeah, that got him into trouble this time. Definitely. Yep. David, anything to add? Uh, I just wish we'd, we'd seen like the lifting arms on Riptide still. We've, we've not seen them <laughs> we've yet. We've still not seen them. It's been so no. long. <laughs> Look, they're cheering in this fight. Like uh, it's best tantrum impression. And it's just not happening. You know, it's... I feel that that's the greatest letdown of uh, Riptide. Uh, yeah, but it does hit they, hard. they took a weak point out, and taking them lifters away. That's unfortunate, but you know it's becoming more streamlined, I guess. You know, yeah. but less less entertaining. You know, I, I, I was looking forward to another like Yetius, like you know, kind of robot where just mm. you know, there's that whole different dynamic of having lifting forks. It just it brings up something new to the table rather than just smash face into other robot. So yeah, 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 definitely. Um, well done to Riptide. Though. First time into Battleboxing yeah. into the top eight. That's a, I mean, it's an incredible achievement, especially yeah, now, definitely. like when you know there's been six years of pre, you know prior building, and you know, yeah. very very impressive to kind of come in and do yeah. as well as they have done. 
fight number two, I think could be fight of the season. Yeah, yeah. it was fantastic. Unbelievable. Now, I, I'm going to bring up something I, I talked about last week, which was the uh, the me saying to Ginger and Alex that I thought ta- uh, rotating would win this. I actually didn't. Uh, as it turns out, I went back and checked. to cover himself. No, no, no. (laughs) David and Steve will clarify this for me because we have our prediction (laughs) pool and I actually did say Tantrum would beat Rotator. So for a good... You're safe. For a hot minute though, I will say for a hot minute in that fight when Tantrum's (laughs) stuck in that corner, I'm like, do you know what? I regret everything. I wish I had gone for Rotator. (laughs) I was going to say, you do like the opposite thing where like, secretly you're like oh i think tantrum's gonna win and we have them on the podcast last week and you say to their face like no nah, rotator sorry guys <laughs> i got, all it. I got yeah. it all wrong it was i, I actually did like choose tantrum. yeah <laughs> this is the latest apologies to tantrum isn't it yeah it's I, a running theme yeah. with the podcast i will i will happily take my l because i i just flip-flopped with that fight so much and i i'm glad i did because it was just there was so good like yeah, tantrum, a lot to unpack here. Oh my god, tantrum at the start like bullying rotator around the box and you know breaking that kind of front diamond shaped armor off at the front yeah. and like it was like yeah. peeled away and bits yeah. were hanging out and everything <laughs> yeah and then then rotator came back and was all of a sudden completely on top which was yeah. I, mean, I think the most impressive thing about tantrum so far like i say a good example is their lucky fight their gigabyte fight and this rotator fight is they were on their heels like looking like they were going to lose all three of those fights and then came back they won ugly really they won impressive ugly three times yeah. yeah it's been really yeah. really impressive yeah the stat card doesn't show whether or not your win was beautiful or ugly. It's it's still a win at the end of the well, day. A win like that is more impressive in my opinion because like yeah, losing like you're when you're in a losing position in a fight and then you manage to bring it back and win is not something that happens all that often. It really isn't. Yeah. Most of the time, it's really one sided. So that's that's impressive. They did that you know that many times. Definitely, yeah. especially at this point where well. tantrum. Yeah, there's a, there's a point where tantrum just. At one point, looks like they're going in circles, and I wonder goes over the and plays with his food. Whether like they uh, had to re-engage again, like that's something yeah. I'd love to know. Yeah, it's happened a few times this year where teams have been told to kind of re-engage with a robot that's yeah. almost dead. But Tantrum obviously wasn't. It was kind of stuck on a piece of debris, wasn't it? I think there was a bit of chain in there. I couldn't see exactly what it was. I think it was stuck a bit on. that broke off of Rosaster already. Like it was just possibly. There. Yeah. Um. But I have to say that the hail mary at the end, because I, I still think. Had it gone to the judges, <laughs> Rotator would have won the fight. I think had yeah, done it's close. Like, it yeah. is really close. Like you, you don't want to leave it in the ballots. And it would like, have been split for sure. Well, yeah, yes. yeah, we, we, yeah. There's definitely we'll, we'll you know, a, a question. To, <laughs> well, there's a question to be asked, right? But like the fact that Tantrum kind of drove them at the wall, and then yep. the, their arm is now not able to move as freely as it once was. There was a little bit of play, but not much, I yeah. think. And then spins it up, and over she goes, and yeah. Out of the not arena. directing it over the side, just it just happens. You know, you can't control these birds. <laughs> yeah, just do things. <laughs> you know what it reminded me of? Um, Storm Two and Series Seven mm. when it yes. was still Avenger, like yeah. just the Avenger, yeah, off the arena and just oh, it's out. <laughs> Definitely, it was just ah, oh, it, it 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 was heartbreaking for Victor because you you see him like kind of like ah, oh, forgot again, yeah. <laughs> almost again. Almost yep. again, not I, quite. There is a ro- there is a championship in Rotator. I'm even with the shelf and the kind of the short corners now. I I still think there's a championship in there. It's just yep. every year he gets he gets someone who's very good. It's the draw. Yeah, I, I think Rotator is the best horizontal spinner in my opinion. Like the most well rounded. I mean, Bloodsport would be like a close second in my opinion. But yeah, it's they deal a lot of damage. They could take huge hits. They actually are 
capable of controlling their opponent when they want to. So that's not a lot of people can say that. So that's pretty impressive. Definitely. Yeah. And of course, if you remember well, last, last year, they lost to the eventual champion. So, you know. It's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, we'll it's, see if it happens again. Against him. Yeah. So it's, yeah. It's a good omen for Tantrum. Know. You never know. Um, but, you know, this, this was just wonderful. Like, you know, I hope in a few years time, you know, people look at this fight like with a lot of, you know, joy because like, I, I genuinely think this is the best fight of the season. Maybe one of the best fights BattleBots has had since it came back. It's it's that good. Yeah. Thematically, um, it just, it, it's just, it, it's a tour de force. Like it, it, was, like, the, the, it was up and down the whole fight. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Which is what you want. That's like, you know, that's all anyone wants, you know, is a good back and forth and, you know, not knowing who's going to win before the, the, you know, when the fight's about to end. Like it was literally, the fight was 20 seconds away from finishing and you still didn't know what was going to happen. And mm-hmm. yeah, credit to both teams. It was just a, a spectacle. Yeah. I just love how that duck bill just keeps getting under things. It's like, yeah, really good. don't expect it to, and then just oh, it's under again. Definitely. Um, I fully expected Victor to do what he did in past past fights, where he uses his forks and he drives people across the box, and then he whips that weapon around. But... He did at the start. He tried using the forks at the yeah. start, didn't he? But then kind of gave up on that quite quickly. I think. Um, which I don't know whether that cost him or not. I don't think it did, but it was either way. I mean, you, you can't really. Knock it. I, I, I mean, time passes differently at the box side. Yeah, of course. It's, it's, so, I imagine it's all a blur. Totally different feeling. Definitely. Oh, well. There's always next year. There is always next year. And of course, you know, bounties, right? Uh, yeah. Just, yeah, definitely okay. bounties. Honestly, <laughs> well, 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 they, they are a bounty, to be fair. If if, if rumor is to be believed and the, the teams from last year are the, the bounty bosses, um, you know, I wouldn't like to fight it because, you know, as as you said, Matt, like, you think they can kind of do all things they can hit you really hard yeah. and they can control bot you if they want to so yeah fascinating to see fascinating to see fight number three was the other seems reasonable robot uh there wasn't much fight to this fight there was like a little this bit is, of go on yeah this is the fight that we're surprised wasn't cut yeah this is the one that we thought was going to get highlighted after seeing it we're like kind of surprised with how quick it was and it's a, it's an instance where if you have a heavyweight, you need to put that heavyweight in every conceivable way to see if it gets stuck and can't get its way down. It and it's, the thing. It, this is a this is a weird instance of forks doing the splits and then just sitting on your head and being like, "Well, here I am." I oh, wonder heck. how I got here. You're, oh, you're probably heck. wondering how I got here. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's the one. I am a bit disappointed that we didn't get to see the message on the underside of Jackpot last week. So, obviously, for those that watched the episode, you saw "Oh heck" on the bottom this time. <laughs> Um, last week it was yes please I would like some more for um, Ray and Tombstone which was yeah. beautiful um, but I want to know your thoughts on Blip we've asked you know lots of people what they think of Blip and I want to know what you think because I, mean, I feel like this is very much in your wheelhouse like what, what's not to like about it I mean that's, <laughs> that's really all you can say it's, it's I mean obviously the flipper mechanism is incredibly clever and impressive and just how well it works and like not even how well it works, but how much better it can work in the future. Like there's so much yeah. even more potential, which Aaron Hill will tell you. <laughs> like if you talk to him about it, that's a, you know, blip can be, believe it or not, flip harder than it currently does. So um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. And even just besides the the flipper mechanism, just the whole concept of the robot and like the strategy he takes where I have to get all the way under you to flip you. And in doing yeah. that, the robot is incredibly well protected. And he has been able to get under everyone so far. I mean, there's still more of the tournament to come, so you don't know. But uh, 
it's a yeah it's really impressive i don't think a lot of people would have taken that risk to have your flipper on top of your robot and it, it, it is very strange yeah it is it is very strange when you look at it for the first time and you think well you're so used to well two of these guys that in the call in the call right now are very used to your brit style flipper where you have this big spatula that sticks and scrapes the ground like you would most forks nowadays and that's that that's been the standard design for a, for a rear hinge flipper for the longest time but it, yeah. it makes sense as to why it makes sense as to why aaron went this way with how strong everyone hits now you you don't want the part of your flipper that's going to con contact the other robot to get buckled and then all of a sudden yeah. now you can't use your flipper or it gets torn off so it's it, it's a it's a strange look uh i do i do recall wondering like he is gonna have to get all he's got to put himself in real danger against other bots to you know hopefully not take too much damage but still punch them up um but uh like, but I, I mean, I like, mean for example, like a jackpot took off a few of their wedgelets mm -hmm. if they had had like a classic style of flipper those hits would have been on the flipper yeah and would have been damaged i mean, I mean we, we saw when Apollo and Eruption fought Carbide, for example, in Robot Wars, yeah. like the whole kind of flipper mechanism got kind of pulled to one side and a lot of yeah. the times wouldn't sit back in its mounting. And at that point, it, what's the point? Because it, you're not going to get under anything and flip things. Whereas in this yeah. case... And again, a vertical spinner, it's even worse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, so it's, yeah. Like a, and designing his robot like that gives him the confidence to drive as aggressively as he wants because he knows yeah. he can get hit as many times as they will hit him and his flipper will still be okay. Unless there's some yeah. weird one in a million shot. Definitely. So, yeah. It did take it, it did take a good lick in this fight though. It did take one really good scrape. Uh, which I mean it's like one one little dimple in in <laughs> right right below like where the nose would be, I guess. No, no, it's, the flip is now near mint condition. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not new in box anymore. It's such a oh, shame. No. The, the the value of flip has gone right down. The oh the stalls have ruined. You know the value went down when you took it off the lot. Come on. It's true. It's yep. true. Well, We've talked about one flipper. Let's talk about uh, your best friend, Matt. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the amount of trash talk I've seen from Jake Ewitt towards you guys has been oh my God. Jo joy joyful. <laughs> I think he has a, a serious pent-up aggression to you. You know, no, he's, a, he's not not over that fight. Yet. He's, he's salty. He's, he's very salty. He is. He is very salty about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, one thing I will say about Hydra, though. The fights he has lost so far this season, and debatably the fight against us, but more so the fights he lost this season, like the the end game fight, like there was clearly something wrong with Hydra. Mm -hmm. Like immediately smokes coming from it. He had one flip to use for that whole entire fight. Mm -hmm. He was like mm -hmm. on his heels the second he drove out of the square. Mm -hmm. And like the glitch fight, he was had you know drive issues, a you know jammed up gearbox or something where he couldn't really drive. Yeah. <laughs> and mm -hmm. did, uh, I mean, the same uh, can be said of this fight as well, because he, he, yeah. I think he said yeah. after the fight, like, one of my yeah. drivers was gone straight away. Um, now, this fight was very interesting, because Black Dragon, I feel like, threw this fight completely. Absolutely. It, it was it was one of the... And I, I, I love the Brazilians, but this was one of the worst tactical fights I've ever seen. From from them especially, because uh, who, who, like, they're normally yep. so good. They're normally so, yeah. so... They've so for literally everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it was frustrating to watch for me because Jake did everything right. Like he's he's lost the yeah. drive motor. He could he could kind of move forward and he could move backward properly. But he's got the center. That's he's what got, I mean. He's got yeah. the high ground. He's got the high ground. He's fully Obi Wan this and yep. kind of sat there and pointed it because what else does he need to do? Like he's at the end of the day, it's, it's then he's got the flip initially on Black Dragon, 
yes. after that point, it's then up to Black Dragon to get those points back. And I get, yes. and I get the kind of driving at them throughout the fight, and it is, it was, it was just futile because Jake is kind of like, I'm just going to turn and face you every single time, yeah. and Jake, you know, absolutely nailed it. He really did. Just kind of, he got into their head and basically yeah. said, "Okay, you've got to come and get me now." And that's yes, that's it. That was the fight. Yeah, I think had like Black Dragon had their heads cleared and really put their mind to it, they probably could have gotten behind him. Definitely. Or around him. They had the mini bot as well. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, what Jay call like all the Hydra syndrome, where like <laughs> yeah. you flip once and you just panic the rest of the fight and just keep driving. Yeah, into you're it. like, I, I, have, I have to get points back. I have to, I, I have to somehow yeah. show the judges that I'm that I'm on top in this fight. I, I, maybe they were trying to do what Glitch did in their fight and you know rip their flipper off, you know, like try to do damage. Like I, I mean, even still, I think you even see, you still keep firing it with half the flipper on there. But yeah, it's it's the issue with Black Dragon that it just doesn't quite have that weapon engagement compared to mm-hmm. let's say Glitch, for example. Glitch has that giant like weapon on it, whilst yeah. Black Dragon's is more kind of a nibbler that, that, it, that it, just wears down at you. It can't have the weapon engagement; it just has to get under you. Yeah, <laughs> and, they, and they couldn't get under. Yeah. No. They lost the ground game Yeah, I mean, for those that have seen uh, Jake's YouTube channel, I highly recommend go and have a look at the Team Watch yeah. YouTube channel. Like they, they they show a video of him kind of trying to stab a knife underneath the forks, and he can't do it. You know, there's there's yep. nothing getting under there. Um, it, it's breaking RA two physics, is what it's doing. <laughs> yeah, <literally. laughs> I, I think Hydra doesn't necessarily have the best ground game, and I say that because we did get under him when we fought him. <laughs> so like, mm-hmm. it's not the best. But I will say it is the most well-rounded ground game. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah, his setup works as well against us as it did against Endgame. Whereas our setup worked fantastic against Hydra. We would get under him, but we could not get under Endgame. So Hydra yeah. has the one that works well against almost everybody. Yeah. Which is no, that's no, that's pretty good. <laughs> it is pretty good. Yeah. I do yeah, feel his mobility though with the seams in the floor, it's it, it's it's very tricky. It yeah. doesn't like drive something. Like well, well, Jake doesn't seem to care though. <laughs> no, as, as, soon yeah. as, get, as soon as he gets to the middle, I suppose he just kind of has to to turn, and that's it, really. I do like, like I've I've heard him say like I'm gonna scrape these wedgelets, grind them as sharp as I can till I can't get out of my square. He's like, I don't care if I can't get out of my square. <laughs> He's like, no one will get under me. So it's that's his mindset. It's true. I do wonder how he'll, he'll right. gonna, he's going to fare against Blip, though, because Blip is yeah. very maneuverable, and I feel like Hydra is, but is limited by its forks, and I think that could cost them. But of we'll course, see. well, this this will be the true test for uh, for Blip, though, because Blip set up fantastic against spinners. Like most of the time, he will find a way to get underneath them. But then again, Hydra is the one who will sit there and face him. And Constantly. like I yeah. said, if he can't get out of his square, he just needs to turn. <laughs> That's the thing. So yeah. It'll be a, and I think It'll it, be the true test for Blip. I absolutely. Think. And I think, you know, I find it quite incredible that, you know, despite everything this season, you know, we did, they didn't get played against each other in the in the regular season. They've somehow managed to find a, get a way to fight each other in the tournaments, which I, I, mm-hmm. I do really enjoy. The fact that... Yeah, I mean, yeah. The two flippers end up against each other. It uh, means we've got a, a uh, flipper in the semi-final for, like, the first time since 2015, which is yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Which That's is really cool. cool. Really, really long. cool. Yeah, definitely. It, it like, is nice to know. I mean, go on. Being go on. a lifter driver, it's like in a lot of ways similar to being a flipper driver. It's you know you're not going to be dealing damage for the most part, so you have to yeah. like accept that you have to be winning the whole time to win your fight. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Like a robot like Hydra is going to have a really hard time winning split decisions because they're not dealing visible damage. And Correct. same with Blip, and same with us. Mm-hmm. So it's a 
it's a risk you take <laughs> going to the judges with the flipper. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'm intrigued to see how that one pans out because, you know, obviously it, it is two very similar styles of robot, but a different way of going about it, a different way of getting to that end goal of having a flipper robot. Yeah. So fascinating to see how it pans out. Yeah. Our next fight, Witch Doctor and Copperhead. Can we pour one out for the poor sacrificial snakes? <laughs> uh, Witch, Do- Witch Doctor did a perfect, a perfect backflip all the way over and just lands on the, the poor snakes. Like, Witch Doctor used body slam and it was super effective was... against seconds. It just yeah. died. Oh, what a shame. Um, There's your uh, animal cruelty of the episode. Literally, there it yep. is. Yeah, <laughs> we're off the air again. YouTube, YouTube's going to take it down. Um, I did enjoy as well Cuddles having his uh, his hat as well, which was which is very nice to see. And again, as always, you know Kim Cohen's beautiful artwork on the drum for Copperhead. Yeah. The, the snake coming out of the, the skull's eyes was just wonderful yeah, that is something that their team has that no other team has <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 like, I think <laughs> like occasionally i've seen her help like i know for a black dragon she did their wedge for when they fought like ice wave and like maybe yeah. a couple of others i don't know about but they, no, did, they it, did it against hydra as well didn't they um black dragon they had um yeah they had, oh, they had, yeah. They had yeah, the, the, the Paris on the Black Dragon logo. Of course, sorry, I forgot <laughs> yeah. about that one. That was great. Yeah, that, that's how you know who is friends with Team Copperhead. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, they fought. They fought last year, didn't they? So I suppose that yeah. makes sense. This fight was interesting. Yeah, it was. Because weapon to weapon, you kind of expect Copperhead to do better because it has again, kind of like we spoke about earlier with the uppercut and Riptide fight. That surface area at the front of Copperhead, the whole front is weapon, whereas. Yeah. Witch Doctor is quite a narrow little piece, and I kind of expected Copperhead to get the advantage in that respect, but they just didn't. And Witch Doctor, eventually, Mike's driving this was excellent. You know, they they kind of had that initial hit where Witch Doctor gets turned over, and they had to run away for a little bit and try and get some space, basically. And he did that very well. He he worked his space quite well, and then as soon as he got that one little, you know, upper hand against Copperhead did not let them off the hook and just kind of kept on them. It was really, really yeah. impressive again. Well, I mean, I think Copperhead did have the design advantage going into this fight, where when they first went head-to-head, like, Wishdoctor obviously took the worst of that and did a, you know, huge flip through the air. But uh, <clears throat> I think this fight was really a battle of, like, design philosophies in a way, where Copperhead is a robot, where the chassis is all one-inch thick AR. It is <laughs> as rigid as a chassis can get. They've been using the same chassis for, like, three seasons now, and it is undamaged which is incredible (laughs) like no one uses the same chassis for three seasons that just doesn't happen but copperhead is a robot who can do that just because of how overbuilt it is and on the other hand you have witch doctor who is replacing frame sections every single fight because you know they're getting so twisted and you know beat up but uh the trade-off there is a robot like copperhead when your frame is so rigid all that shock goes to your internal components because the frame is not going to twist, it's not going to budge, it's not going to bend. And that's kind of what happened here. Whereas Witch Doctor, I'm sure they're going to have to replace pretty large sections of the robot after that yeah. fight. Because I'm sure that is not perfectly straight. But, uh, you know, the internals survive because there is some give in that system where the robot will twist and bend when it gets hit. So, yeah. 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 It's impressive. Just, just, yeah, just, just remarkable. Uh, I, and it's it's the talk of of getting behind uh, when you lose that first engagement, and just, yeah, which doctor found a way to turn it around, and it was a really good showing, and they got a really tough <laughs> next opponent. But we'll we'll get to that. Uh, 
we, we have the uh, the two schools of thought where do you do you build an impenetrable uh, hardest material toughest toughest outside armor or do you do something that's more compliant where you go like the shatter route or a bot that can have parts that kind of give way as opposed to absorb all that shock and have it go through your whole your whole design where you can just have pieces that break off in a blade um yeah. and i mean that's i mean that's 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 the, the the strange balance that you have to go into when you're designing these things and unfortunately i mean once the the final hit on copperhead happens you, you you can see that robot sitting upside down and visibly nothing's wrong with it but something on the inside yeah. clearly has just decided to just say i'm done it's it's just <laughs> jelly but you wouldn't on know the inside like <laughs> for all yeah. we know it's yeah yeah literally i think as well the an important thing to kind of note here is which doctor is now in the quarterfinals and i haven't really noticed them all season which is like yeah. in, in the <laughs> nicest possible way because they're just going about their business very very quietly and that yeah. tends to spell trouble that for comes from people. only having two regular season fights too no, mean, they had three they had three they had the rusty they fight didn't they well, okay, that's okay. Right. no you're right they had, they had two fights you're right sorry they had the rusty <laughs> exhibition uh, yeah. uh, rest in peace rusty rest in peace rusty yeah. uh, it's, it's it always is kind of worry but like it's in sports when a team kind of does that they just quietly go about their business and you don't really notice them it, t- it tends to spell trouble and like which doctor have been here before they've obviously come second in the past like what do you reckon steve would you reckon championship run i i think it's very possible they, they still got to get through this quarterfinal i think we maybe can start having the conversation after this quarterfinal maybe but i just really worry about this next matchup for them it just it's built It's uh, that's what I mean. But there's history here, so yeah, definitely. We'll get well, to that. I mean, there, this there, has not gone well before. If if they won, they were guaranteed a rematch to someone they'd lost to anyway. So uh, yeah, yeah. We'll... That, that's true. No matter who, no matter who I... won the fight, that's true. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get to that a bit later on, certainly. Yeah. But um, let's move on. Let's move on to yes. P1 and Sawblaze and poor <sighs> P1. It, it really didn't. It did not have the it never got going. I mean, they they, they didn't really have anything to answer Sawblaze, did they? Because the, they... it was the worst matchup for them, wasn't it? <laughs> this is yeah. If you could have chose anyone else in the bracket, and like this was like their worst nightmare, I think, because it's a low flat robot. They didn't yeah. have forks that could counter the the length of Sawblazes, and nope. I get what they were going for with kind of just go for something completely different and say, well, you never know, right? I went for. The... I will give them credit though. I didn't see much damage on the top. No. <laughs> and which, which, considering what you know, Sawblaze has been going through this season. You know, we saw what it did to Minotaur in the first fight. Like that is very, very impressive. Um, there yeah. was the segment with Pete, wasn't there? Uh, yes. Before the fight, yes. just how thick they'd armored the top. Yeah, each piece of AR, it's it's a bunch of pieces all sandwiched together. Not not too, it's not club sandwichy. I mean, no, no, we're not blood sport here. <laughs> yeah, we're not blood sport. Um, but yeah, there's 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 a, a true uh, mad science going on with with making sure that all this is 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 tough enough, but can give and you know deal with shock loads. It's there's there's clearly been a lot of R and D on stuff like this. I mean, well, it's it seems that way. Um, this isn't this isn't just something you throw together on the day and just hope it works because it it came out looking pretty much as fresh as it went in, uh, aside probably from some scratches. It it looked right, and it's it's kind of a it's kind of a shame because I think P1 would have been a tougher matchup for Riptide. <laughs> Actually, looking at it now with the way that it's shaped, it, I, 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 I don't know. I think, I, I think Riptide is, is relishing a shot at 
at taking taking saw blades, but we'll see when that match happens. It's just well, I mean, Jamo's dealt with shame. before. You know, I'm sure he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, it's just a shame to see P1 die out die out at this point. I mean, it's been, it had quite a season. I mean, who expected it to make the round of 16 um, after its its near miss last season? I we were expecting a a, a rebirth, you know, of, of a you know a a, a, a retry from from Brandon N's team, and you know, it's just it, it was it was a it was a drive in the right direction, but it just it just wasn't uh, wasn't enough to just start in P one. You got to finish in P one. So yeah, yeah. P one uh, got the hypershock fight. So like, what more can you ask yeah. for? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, was, that that really was a beautiful moment, no matter yeah. what, no matter how you slice it. Which bizarrely, Lego Wars predicted last year, but we'll gloss over that. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we all saw it coming. Um, I know, weird. Um, as as a lifter driver yourself, obviously, I know it's not one-to-one but how, like how have you rated p1 because obviously they it, it's not one-to-one as i said but the, the concept is largely similar you know it's four-wheel drive yeah. it's, it's it's a it's a pushing lifter how have you like rated p1 this year it, it's funny p, uh brandon from p1 came up to me at one point like during the filming and he's like oh he's like i love that like you're not running the spinner and you're just a pure lifter this season <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh yeah we, we definitely have that connection but uh yeah it's a i mean it's one of those robots where kind of like it, he faces the same challenge that Blip does, where he takes the approach of I'm going to make the front of my robot extremely tough, not going to worry about running into spinners. I can take the hits, but I run the risk of not being able to use my weapon if I can't get fully underneath them. So it's that he was taking that risk with this design. And this is one of those fights where it really showed that having to get fully underneath your opponent, you know, against some opponents, it's going to you know, cause trouble. <laughs> yeah, It's not going to make it easy for you. And Sawblaze is one of those opponents, I know from experience. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. if, if your ground game is not the right ground game, you're going to be in big trouble. Like that's, yeah. or you don't have a weapon that can knock them out in one hit. Like if you're a big spinner and you're fighting Sawblaze and you have somewhat decent top armor, even if he is, you know, owning you, you just need to get like, he needs to be winning 100% of the time to win, which is kind of yeah. like how... Whiplash works, now P1 works, where a big vertical spinner only needs to be winning for 1% of the fight to win the match. Definitely. So it's a, it's, it's definitely a challenge for robots like Sawblaze and P1. But in this case, Sawblaze yeah. just had better ground game. They really, they didn't deal a whole lot of damage because P1's armor is like insane. Yeah, but, to be uh, fair, j kind of stopped halfway through because I think he realized that, I, I, well... In my mind, I think he realized I'm not actually doing very much, but I've already got the fight one, so why, why yeah. waste well, energy? Well, I preserve the weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah correct. Um, I do wonder how because Sawblaze doesn't like a quarterfinal. You know, <laughs> he's he's gone out there the last couple of years. He lost a tantrum. You know, like um, we all kind of got stunned when he lost a tantrum uh, yeah. uh, to eat humble pie again. Bracket buster there, literally. And then the season yeah. before, who did he fight the season before? A witch doctor, wasn't it? It was witch doctor. doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Riptide. It's a very similar to, to Mad Catter, um, in terms of yeah. just like ge- general f- layout and shape, and I do wonder if that's going to kind of play into Sawblaze's favor because it has got that kind of fight data already. But the difference yeah. being is that very wide weapon, and I do wonder if that's going to. If maybe rips play- gyros and has an issue with that, then that's just going to give uh, JMO the the target and just wail on the back end. Cause Correct. Yes. I'm not sure how well armored <laughs> that back is at the moment. I, I just realized something. Because so uh, Jameson had the experience of fighting the driver of Lynx 
with a four-wheel drive vert. So that's a yeah. pretty good basis yeah. right there. This is all of the connects here. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's got some experience against uh, yeah. something similar. So. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. So, we'll see. So he's not going into the, the last line. line. Yeah. He's not, he's, he knows yeah. what he's getting into, I guess. Definitely. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, yeah he's, he's yeah, not unprepared. Well, yeah. I, I, f I fear the time has come. Oh, no. <laughs> so our next fight is going to be the YouTube exclusive. Now, we, we are... Oh boy. Earmuffs if you can't stay. So that's this... fine. <laughs> skip <laughs> this point. Can we have like a skip marker for the next fight? <laughs> no, no. We, 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 we've got to dive in. So for context, we've, we've all seen the fight because, you know, we're all supporters. Yeah. We've, we've seen the fight. It's a Saturday. This fight, there is a lot to talk about. And not just because you're here, Matt, because there is just so much going on in this fight. So... It is a yeah, weird situation. Before, let's, before we even begin the fight... Let's talk about, you know, one, the setup, and two, kind of your preparation for Cobalt. So, uh, yeah, like I said in the very beginning of this podcast, all of our vertical spinner fights, which we typically don't do fantastic in, <laughs> have been the spinner was a non-factor, and we were not able to stay underneath them and take hits. So that was the three things that I took into consideration. So I figured no spinner for this fight. Cobalt is, I mean, you know what Cobalt's made out of and how thick just all of it is the spinner is not going to be uh, a deciding factor for sure in this match. So that was an easy decision. Don't run the spinner in this fight and uh, just armor up and make our ground game as good as, as good as it can get. So uh, yeah, we had super thick steel front armor. We had, you know, a ton of weight and forks and wedgelets on the front that, uh, you know, there's the same forks and wedgelets we used against Scorpios. We just took the top armor weight and put it in front armor. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I mean, going into this fight, if you watch the fight, the our ground game worked really well in the beginning of the fight. Like, we kind of scooped under him without a problem. We lifted him. And I knew this was one of those fights where if we're not in control the whole entire fight, Cobalt just has to hit you once. And, like, you're no matter who you are, if you are hit once by Cobalt, like, that spells huge trouble. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the fight was going pretty well, in my opinion. I mean, it was really short so you can't you know if it yeah. went long we used to say what would have happened but we got i think like three lifts on them and then that yeah. third lift we uh so i'm pushing him towards the shelf i'm like okay like we have a perfect shot at the shelf i'm gonna try to lift him onto it so i lift him kind of almost onto it but he kind of you know you know fell off of our lifter and then the the railing on the shelf is not the same as the rest of the arena it is a little bit higher, <laughs> which mm -hmm. people were not totally aware of. So what that means is when you have, when you jam a fork into it, it is not going to hit it. It is going to jam underneath it, oh, which yes. you don't know. Oh. You're talking like a quarter inch difference in height, which you can't see from, yeah, you from, know, the driver's area. Even though well, on camera, you can't really course. see from like, from there. Yeah. Like it's, it's like to the naked eye, it doesn't look any different, but like there is a, a small, a small difference. Yeah. Yes. So it's, it's. It's definitely different than the rest of the railing because we've had, I mean, the forks we fought against Black Dragon last season were shaped almost ex identical to these forks. These ones are just a little bit longer. So, I mean, we rammed him into the wall several times, didn't really have problems with that. So it's, I think it's a little bit different by the shelf, which was uh, evident as we did get stuck. And as we are stuck there, you know, Cobalt does. So then Cobalt has the decision. Do I leave them? Or do I hit them and free them? And if you're Cobalt, that decision is easy because <laughs> you know that, like, if Cobalt is stuck and we have that position, you leave him alone. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not in our best interest because we know it's not a knockout shot. It's yeah. we flip them over, 
but they're free and they could come back and keep fighting. In our case, they know that if they go for that shot, it'll be, it will hurt us. Like it's, it's yeah. there's no going around it. So, uh, so yeah, Cobalt took the shot behind us before we can get free. So at that point, like we flip through the air, we land our, I forget which side of drive. I think our left, left side of drive. Yeah. yeah. Our left side of drive was, it was hurting. Like it was, I think what happened is they went through the back plate of the robot and the left drive motor was kind of crooked, which, uh, mm. you know, jammed up the chains a little bit. So I don't think it was completely dead, but it was, you know, close to it. It was, we would have been borderline crab walking at that point in the fight. So uh, yeah, then after that, Cobalt kind of pushes us into the corner, doesn't quite hit us. Cobalt is stuck on something on the floor. Yes. Cobalt, it was, I'm pretty sure it was debris. They, they, well, they, they, they seem to think it was a piece of floor that kind of got um, it, mangled and they didn't, and didn't get replaced until after this. I, I can't remember. I think I, I want to say I saw John comment somewhere on, yeah. on the internet. It, it could have been the floor, could have been debris. I'm Which, honestly not 100% the, sure. The irony that Cobalt gets stuck yeah. on the floor again, right? It's never happened before. <laughs> yes. This, this is not new territory for them. No, it's Ghost not. of Duck returns again. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I, I tend to think it was debris, just considering the floor is like half-inch thick steel and mm. it doesn't really curl up anymore like yeah. it once did. <laughs> and there was definitely debris from our <laughs> robot after that hit. It just is uh, a W next to it, you know. That's that's how it worked out. Ah, it's, it's maybe a bit of whiplash, but we'll gloss over that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. But uh, so at that point, Cobalt is kind of stuck. I noticed they are not moving. Something has happened. I don't know what's happened at that point. And we are in the short corner, and I am on the diagonal driver side, which means I have zero view of my robot. Mm. I, I can't see it at all. So all I know is that I am facing. The robot is facing in my direction. Mm. And that yeah. I am in the corner. And I don't really know half my drive is messed up yet. Because we didn't drive in that corner. Cobalt pushed us in that corner. So I don't really know the state of our drive. So not being able to see the robot, I drive forward, thinking that I will come out of the short corner. The robot veers left instead, because you cannot see the robot. And in veering left, same problem. The It wasn't even a fork. It was one of the wedgelets, which is not something you would think would get stuck underneath the wall or stuck on the wall. So then we're hung up on the wall again. It was me not being able to see where I'm going necessarily and not knowing how the robot will drive. So at that point, we are both stuck. So in the fight was only about, I honestly, I haven't seen the- YouTube It was like 20 yet. or 30 seconds, right? I think. Yeah, so it, was, yeah. it was short. It, it was, was like really 20 or 30 short. seconds. In most scenarios, this fight, well, okay. Let me take it back a little bit. One other thing. So the, all right. On the show, they kind of made it seem that Cobalt's weapon was stuck on, like stuck spinning, like couldn't like a gigabyte or right. a federated situation. That was not the case. That is not true at all. <laughs> the, what actually happened is part of either one of their switches came loose or debris from our robot got jammed in it where they could not access the switch to turn off the weapon of the robot. The weapon was not stuck spinning. The weapon was, it came to a full stop. You know, they, no one's going to go in the arena unless it has stopped spinning. I mean, that's, it's, it's that's, that's, no that's suicide, literally. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. You're going to lose an arm or something. Yeah. Not even Trey's going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> no. He's not that crazy. Yeah. So if, no, that's, so that's, the weapon had stopped spinning. They could not access the switch for the weapon. 
So I'm talking to the Cobalt team. What they said is the switch for the weapon doesn't necessarily power the weapon. It powers the electronics for the weapon. Yeah. And then they have a separate switch that does, you know, the actual power going to the I've, motors of the robot. I've read about this as well because a, a yeah. Cobalt team member said on, on the Discord saying that actually their drive one as well would also affect their weapon. So if they'd turn that one off yeah. as well, both yeah. systems would have... And apparently they did know about this. This was actually made aware to production, and they said they even said this: if you turn one off, it'll t- shut both down, allegedly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm. I mean, I don't know exactly what happened on their side when they were talking to the refs and stuff. But what I hear is they tried to tell them that, and they didn't really buy it necessarily, or they didn't really trust that. Um, they, I don't know. They, I, they saw an LED on on the robot, and they, to them, that means the robot's on. They don't of really course. care. What you think yeah, of course. That. So. Um, so technically how the rules work, if you are if you are stuck in the first half of the fight, the first 90 seconds, they evaluate if they want to do an unstick. If you are stuck on debris, you're kind of out of luck. The, I mean, they, they will not do an unstick for that. So um, then it came to the point where they evaluate, do we want to go in the arena and unstick Whiplash? So... I mean, Trey is the person who goes in and unsticks the robots. And in the rules, like, this is in the rules that if it's the first half, they will evaluate. And if if the situation seems unsafe, they will not unstick. And they will just let it go to the judges. Trey did not feel comfortable going next to Cobalt, whether it was on or off, the weapon was spinning or not yeah. spinning. That was, from his words, he heard a noise coming from the robot, which I don't know what that... Could have been, could have been anything. Could have been fans. Could have, could have been cooling fans. Could have been something. But it's literally that. It's that ghost of duck again. You know, just... <laughs> it was a quack. I heard a quack next. Yeah, <laughs> it's still hanging around. Yeah. So Trey did not feel comfortable unsticking the robot. He did not want to go in there and do it. So basically, he made the decision. We're just going to go to the judges. So that was unfortunate that it <laughs> kind of just went that way, where it was just kind of deemed just unsafe enough to not do the unstick because i mean in reality had they allowed for the unstick we would have been given the chance to move move away and if we could move for 10 seconds we would have been given the win i mean that's which is that's the bit that hurts so much with this yeah exactly so it's it's one of those things like going back i really don't know what could have been done differently on our part because like when we're in that corner one we can't see the robot two i don't know which part of the robot is damaged mm-hmm. so i don't know how i should i just assume go straight and then i'm out of the corner <laughs> so um, yeah so that was decided then it goes to the judges judges as far as the judges decision i thought it was a fair decision like on the scorecards yeah. itself yeah. i mean it's they did were you surprised they split? Yeah, it was. I was kind of surprised it was split. Like I, I didn't really have any delusions yeah. that we were going to win that judge's decision. But um, I honestly didn't remember it being split when we saw it on TV. I was just like, "What the heck?" Like, okay, that was closer than I thought. I guess. <laughs> what but, is uh, this twilight zone I'm living in? <laughs> so yeah, it it sucks to lose on a technicality like that, which is that's never fun. <laughs> it's not something, especially you this far in the competition. Like fight yeah. night, you can get away with, but not here. Yeah. <laughs> and like. The other thing that kind of sucks is like strategically, all of our fights were pretty damn sound. Like yeah. we were debatably even the Cobalt fight, like we were on top until we got stuck. And I think it would have remained that way. I mean, just going head to head, if I was to drive somewhat decently, I don't think they would have gotten under us. 
unless they had a you know situation that ended up happening where you know we couldn't move and they got that one perfect shot behind us. So it does suck to you know lose in a season where nothing was necessarily wrong with your strategy mm. and the robot worked fine and you know you seem to be on top for all of your fights. So um that does suck, but maybe this is a, our version of the runner-up curse. <laughs> I was going to say, mean, it, it, was, it was all looking so good, and then you, you, you were going to break it, and maybe this was just one more little, you know, little yeah. rearing of that. Um, yeah. For, for me, and I, I know it's the same for a lot of people, because I, I think the way that this has been handled by the show itself, and kind of the way that it's been put together, is it's really, really poor. Yeah, um, I, I can't because treats like, the audience like they have no idea what they're watching. That's that's what I mean. Like it, it's it's yeah. I, I I I mean I messaged you but after I saw the fight, and yeah. I kind of said like it's it's almost like shameful how how poor it was because <laughs> the and, overdubbing of that commentary in particular. Like, feels... Yeah, no, I it was. All we're thought... asking for is a little transparency, just a little. Yeah, yeah. I the I know it's, I know definitely... it's a show first, competition second. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. Keep talking. Yeah. No, yeah. No, that's that's the thing. It's just like yeah. it's it, 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 this. This is reality TV. It's it. We're it's we're going back to what Adam talks and, about, isn't it? A couple of weeks back. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's it, it's a tricky yeah. it's a tricky balance. I mean, what I mean, what, what what can you do? I mean, unfortunately, Matt, you've had two of your fights highlighted a runner up from oh, last year. I mean, we'll, we'll and the missing second. third fight as well. We'll get to that in a second. I, I know. I, mean, I think. Yeah. I think I mean, as far as like safety, Trey not wanting to put himself in danger. That's I mean, it, I get nothing. That. Yeah. That, that's understandable. It's just, it was let, frustrating. Let us know that. We would have yeah. loved to see that. Yeah, it was it was frustrating at the time, but like according to the rules, everything there was nothing wrong with what happened. He can decide no, whether he thinks, no matter what the situation is, he can go. I don't like how that looks. I don't want to do that. Yeah. And then yes. take it to the judges. Like that's his decision. So yeah. uh, as far as the rules, it was fair. As far as the judging, it was. I mean, it was fair. I thought the decision was fair. But the one thing that did suck was, like, how it was portrayed in the actual episode, which was kind of pretty unhonest, like, dishonest in my opinion. I was going to say, it, it was, it's, it's basically just like your audience, which we, we've, we've kind of discussed yeah. a lot this week. And I, it's, it's frustrating because, of course, this fight, you know, it didn't happen. I'm sure, you know, the Cobalt team didn't want the fight to end like this. I'm sure they'd have no. loved to, go, like, been freed and just you two carry on because... Yeah. In in my, you know, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I, I think if the fact that they are still driving 100 percent and you were kind of struggling, I feel like Cobalt would have just done done more damage. And I think yeah, it it, it would have ended up going to Cobalt anyway eventually. But yeah, I think the thing. I mean, is, that also comes back to the thing though. If they were stuck on the floor, or if they were stuck on debris, because if they were stuck on the floor, that allows for an unstick. If they're stuck on debris, it doesn't. We're out of luck. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those things. Um, so it's. We didn't never really got to know because it never got to that point. I, I feel like you guys yeah. earned the opportunity to try and win the fights, or or, yeah. not, or not lose the fight. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was there was enough there to kind of be like, okay, I. It's it's very very frustrating, and I, I think <laughs> the fact that BattleBots didn't really kind of address the fact that hey, it wasn't actually stuck on. It was just like it, we felt unsafe to enter the arena. If they had just said we feel unsafe to enter the arena, well, yeah, well, that's completely there, no understandable. One what, no one would have cared. What's wrong with that? Yeah. yeah, just yeah. say, just be honest. Come on now. It I, feels I, like they highlighted like this fight, you know, to try and cover it up almost. Which that's what it feels I, like. I mean, when you look at the fights that happen in the episode, I mean, we, we discussed the Blip versus Jackpot fight. I feel like that was less incident filled than this, and 
it's it's frustrating and, and i and this yeah. is you know this has got good tv drama like you could have said oh you know it's not safe to go yeah. in we've got to go you know just go straight to a decision it would have made good tv but the fact that they chose not to to do so is mind-boggling to me and yeah it's, it's i mean i feel like that's the thing that bothers us most that it was like decided to just kind of be swept under the rug and yeah. like mm. really not i mean even like the commentary of the fight itself like it, it, was, po- it, was, post, it was post-production clearly it, like, it, was, yeah. <laughs> it was definitely post-production but like even how they portrayed it that like cobalt was on top the whole entire time which it wasn't if you've seen the fight now, you, you, but you'd even see. you yeah. look at those clips and it's yeah. being lifted up as it's saying Cobalt is dominating the fight. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, but then again, it comes to the whole thing where this is this has nothing to do with like the teams. Like the Cobalt no. team did obviously no. they did nothing wrong. Like people no. shouldn't be mad at them. Or if say the decision they decided to unstick us and not unstick Cobalt, people would probably be like, "What the heck? Like, why is Whiplash getting this treatment?" Of course. It's because you've got a hex bug, that's why, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's so revenge for you not having the spinner. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're at the mercy of what production wants to do. Whether it, whether it benefits yeah. us or another team or, you know, makes it look like they have something against us, it's, it's their decision what they do. We have no control over that. Like, say they did unstick us and people are going like, oh, Whiplash is getting, you know, preferential treatment. That's not our fault. That's what they decided to do, and we can't. We can't say like, no, I don't win this fight. <laughs> like, that's not yeah. how it works. Yeah, exactly. So a, no, of course not. I mean, yeah. for, for for me as well, like you know, the 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 fact is for me, like they they could have just addressed it quite quickly and just said, look, we don't feel safe to go in. We're going to go to a judge's yeah. decision. They could have just done a little bit to camera. No one would have cared, and everyone would have been like, okay, yeah. that's fine. I get it because these yeah. robots could kill you. They they, they yes. could point to the rules and show that. Yeah. Like just just like how a lot of the you know relatively controversial judges' decisions, they point to the scorecards on social media, say like argue with this because you can't argue with this. Like look at these scores for these categories; they're it's pretty straightforward. So um, yeah, maybe if they'd taken that approach with this and said in the rules it says this is what happens when the situation seems unsafe, then that would have been a lot better. But that's just not didn't fit in. So yeah. And before we kind of wrap up this a little bit, I just want to say, uh, comment section, be polite, be nice, but yeah. I would love to see your thoughts because ultimately this, there's no winner in this situation. You know, ultimately yeah. for me, you know, obviously Whiplash actually lost, which is one thing. Cobalt yeah. then looks fortunate and therefore doesn't get to kind of get the recognition. I mean, they finished in, they're in the top eight now. Like, come on, that's an yeah. amazing achievement. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. But on, on their own and it ultimately, Battlebots loses because everyone's pissed off, and the fans yeah. lose because we didn't get to yeah. see a good fight. It's it, yeah. it's just a really unfortunate situation. But with that said, I would love to know what, what people think about this. One event distracts from the entire episode, <laughs> literally, and it wasn't even yeah. in the episode, right? It's just it's that's, crazy. That's the painful bit of this. Yeah. <laughs> I think. If, that, if, go on. Yeah. No, no, it's gone. No, if, if I were to say the controversy is over. At this point, I would yeah. be lying. There's more to come. <laughs> oh, so, God. Yeah. We're oh. not safe. We're still not so, safe. Yeah, oh, the, it, it was going to get... I, I don't know what, what they will show and what they won't show, but it, it will be interesting oh, to God. see. That's, 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 that's ominous. Will it really? be swept under the shelf? This is the important thing. <laughs> <laughs> under the shelf. <laughs> oh, dear me. I, I like think the, the, only, the only alternative, really, in this fight, what they could have done, 
is go full Shredderator and Gigabyte and let Cobalt run out of battery and then see if if Whiplash can be moved afterwards. That's the only al- <laughs> that's the only alternative, yeah. really. Well, but... well, that's the thing though. So Cobalt wants him to run. So it's it's um had that actually been the situation, that's the whole of the story. But um uh, yeah, it's um uh, it's yeah. to the discretion of Trey. It's really, expensive the film in that box. Kind of, yeah, yeah. It's it's such a shame. But again, I, I I'm intrigued to see what people think. But we'll yeah. um. We'll, we'll move on, I think, because... Yeah, but I, I think the biggest thing to take away from this is from this controversy and any future controversies, everything that happens is BattleBoss' decision. A team can't, like... Yep. No team is answer. bribing them to give them preferential treatment. Yeah. It's They look at a situation and go, this is what I think we should happen. Sometimes it's wrong, but that's just how it works. It's not the team's fault. And I'm not... I'm not like, sometimes they make the right decisions. Yeah. I think this decision was right. In the past, maybe there have been, you know sketchy decisions but it's just how it works sometimes you get the short end of the stick and that's how it goes and you I, can't I, bash teams for it you can't yeah it's it's no one's fault like yeah it just know. sometimes it do be like that yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah the wise words the thank yeah. you I, i've been working on that one all day um the, the final <laughs> fights of the episode was, was an absolute banger Incredible. oh my god a classic god. Classic masterclass from this. It was okay. Oh, this was my favorite fight of the episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Favorite fight of the season for me. A- again, honestly. one of I them mean... as well. It was just the the driving of Daniel Freitas in this. I mean, was just unbelievable. Oh, like, it was that. It was that kind of gyro into the short corner, land it, and turn it and back yes. out. That was the one. Where yeah. I was like, oh my god. That was... Yeah. When he's upside down as I well. Know. Yes. I know. Yeah. Incredible, absolutely incredible. Um, both teams giving it absolutely everything. You know, I've not seen end game damage like this probably since the last time they fought Minotaur. To be honest with you, yeah, <laughs> yep. It's just like the, the shock factor of this fight, where like end game, like the last time they fought, that was not the same end game. The first time they fought Minotaur, Hard. like that end game had not a very good record. It dealt a ton of yeah. damage, but didn't win very many fights. This end game, on the other hand, has the damaging and the reliability of you know a champion robot it's i mean they were the champion so uh you know having you know they are known for their long forks no one can get underneath them like they are when they have those on and they're fighting another vertical spinner they are like pretty untouchable and just like seeing minotaur just go like i don't care like this has no <laughs> effect on them me. is what just happens ate all of them instantly it was like i feel like just the shock of that was just like wow like this is there's something to behold. <laughs> I, I would love to know what the reaction was in the pits at this point because I'm, I'm it, sure you'd have been seeing something. But what was your the thoughts? reaction in the pits was like insane. Like it was, yeah. it was ridiculous. It was the loudest I have heard like the pits get ever. It was really? it was insane. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I do want to address yeah. something as well uh, before we kind of. Yeah. The, the the kind of the celebrations after the fight and I, I've, oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen a few yeah. people um <laughs> and, you know, I, I wasn't entirely happy a little over the it. top it's all right but when the adrenaline's going and you've just done that to the champions yeah. when and after the year that poor daniel had, had as well i can i can give him a pass yes. he lives on pass. emotion that's yeah. nice we yeah. know it yeah and that is you know it's especially being daniel freitas that's just how, how that's, he's uh, that's just him how, that is just him. yeah and how he Sometimes he goes over the top. (laughs) Sometimes they go over the top. But uh, it's just, and there's even been like situations at other tournaments where like they've gone a little over the top and it's caused issues. But um, it's it's just how 
how they are. It's a uh, they're um, <laughs> that's real bots. I don't know what to say. It, it reminded me of <laughs> yes, a, a classic episode of Top Gear where Richard Hammond beats someone and he just walks up to the driver. Oh, the, the, the UK goes, v the, Germany, the, bad, the, the bad winner, and he goes yes right in front of the driver's yeah. face. It was great. <laughs> Um, but it's, obviously, he did, he did shake their hands afterwards and kind of apologised, I think, because it was... Yeah. It, 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 when the adrenaline's going, you do some crazy things, and, yes. you know, credit credit to him, he, he kind yeah. of... I think the, the Endgame team took it in good spirits. <laughs> they, 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 they were very good sports. Like, that's... They, they're... Yeah. No, they're, they're very good sports about everything. Like, even when they were the champion, they were just, like, very kind of humble about it, and they... I mean, honestly, I liked how yeah. they came back from being the champion, and, like, they had, like, kind of an new like more clean cut look this season yeah with like, the suits I was yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, i think they 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 handled victory very well and handled defeat very well so that's a uh, <laughs> something to be said about that definitely yeah. um it does mean that minnesota very mature team yeah yeah and it, i mean this isn't the first time the 16th seed's taken out the first no it isn't if we look back to 2018 when bombshell beat tombstone that was a, a classic as well <laughs> yeah yeah Good times, good times. Yeah, um, we get to watch that in the UK soon, remember? We do. Next, yeah. Is it this week? Yeah. Next week? Uh, it's, it's Monday. Yeah, Monday, it, it's on. Can't wait for that. That's going to be great. Yeah. Um, it Maddie, you mean... talk about forks. You talk about forks. I, like, there, there was a, there's a moment in this fight where you, you think the, the match is over with, with Endgame getting stuck down the kill saw slot. And yeah. <laughs> he got two of them. <laughs> yes. Well, here's an interesting thing this fight demonstrates. Like, you have... It sort of really demonstrates the rock, paper, scissors of BattleBots. And we're like, honestly, Minotaur and maybe Copperhead, probably the only two robots that would have taken out Endgame. Like, if I'm yeah. being totally honest, I don't think anyone else could have done that. So, uh, but back to what I was saying, like the rock, paper, scissors of it, you have Sawblaze, who annihilates Minotaur in an amazing fight. Then you have Endgame, who absolutely just owns Sawblaze. And then Minotaur completely owns Endgame. You have three championship worthy robots like it's top tier is top tier gets and just depending on where they line up with each other you have a totally different outcome mm-hmm. so it's it's i know it's really interesting looking at that definitely nice little yeah. trifecta at the top isn't it really yeah um minotaur through to the round of eight yeah, um, yeah fight witch doctor well yeah another rematch they fought from like 2018 again yeah i mean it, it wasn't the, the same longer these doctor, teams of stick around the more they're gonna fight each other yeah yeah <laughs> It is interesting because, you know, Minotaur normally doesn't like Verts. I mean, the, the last few times, I mean, they fought, obviously, yourself, Matt, obviously, they had a lot of issues in that fight. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they lost to Death Roll and kind of got chewed up a bit. They lost to Bombshell. Bite Force, of course. Bombshell, of course. Yeah. Another Vert where they lost in the tournament, too. Um, it is intriguing to see how they're going to deal with Witch Doctor now because, obviously, they fought before, but it was the season where Witch Doctor was really, yeah. really wasn't doing well, was it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, nowadays, you know, you fight Witch Doctor and you just know they're going to give you a good pasting. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean, since then, it's a completely new Minotaur and completely new Witch Doctor. Exactly. So it, it's, 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 it's just like you couldn't compare this Minotaur endgame fight to their the previous prior one. fight. It's yeah. the same thing. You, exactly. It's a totally new fight. Yeah. It is interesting. So, I'm going to ask David and Steve now because, David, your, uh, your prediction to win this season was Whiplash. Yeah, <laughs> it was going so well. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to ask Steve as well because obviously Steve we didn't really get to speak to you very much last week but your uh, your pick to him was Gigabyte and uh, you're very mad at Steve's Reasonable now aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> they break who's, everything who's everything going they to, like. who's going to win now? we've got eight left Cobalt, Cobalt really? all the way really? 
I really <laughs> think so. I'm gonna challenge I wouldn't mind if away. I have <laughs> okay. <go> tantrum. <laughs> they gotta get the triple crown, man. Tantrum. Oh yeah, cobalt. Yeah, exactly. Um Obviously Matt, you can't say. Who did you think was going to win at this point? Who like when you saw when you saw the last day, you're like, ooh, who's got the kind of nice path through? Who did I think was gonna win? I thought at this point. I was looking at Hydra and saying that they really? were pretty damn solid. Like, because they had all of their problems. They've already had so many problems in the tournament and still somehow yeah. are where they are. Yeah. So, like, Found a, way. A, a Hydra that doesn't have those problems at this point with this experience is like pretty damn hard to be. Like, it's, I, that's, that's where my, my mind was at. It's not going to, I mean, for any of these robots that are still in it. It's like, even you look at the top 16, mm. any of those robots have the yeah. potential to win. Like, you wouldn't be surprised to see any of those in the final. Definitely and not. And even more now in the top eight. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, we were talking about that with Pete when we had him on. It was like, all these robots yeah. have the capability of, of winning the whole thing. It just takes the white. It just takes the right series yeah. of events to happen, you know? Definitely. They're all capable. Where, where back in years past, you think, like, oh, there's really only, like, maybe... Three, three or four, or four. really mm. tough contenders, you know. Every it, time we're that, here, it's the competition. It's the whole is field. That tough. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, for for my money, I, I I've gone back and forward about it a lot, and I I, I think it's going to be Jamo's. Yeah, I think it's Sawblaze, wow. but we'll see. There's a lot to uh to go now. Well, Sawblaze is interesting because like he's one of those robots where when he is winning a fight, he is winning, and you are not coming back from it. Exactly. But it is also one of those robots where if he starts on his back foot and is losing, he is not often he comes back from that. No, so like sure. he's going to have to be perfect, which to be fair, he's done a pretty great job of that so far. Yeah, exactly. That's, so, uh, that's, apart from you made one, that one mistake, so we'll, we'll have to see if he makes yeah. any more. I think the yeah. last thing I do want to kind of chat about a little bit, uh, Matt, obviously you, we mentioned it briefly. You did only have two televised fights this year, which yeah. like, it's, <laughs> is the, is the right. other thing I'm kind of irritated at BattleBots for because ultimately you were the runner-up from last year you've been a stalwart since you know the show was at least on discovery you know obviously i know you were around with splatter as well but didn't really get any look in the splatter it frustrates me knowing that well one there's the two fights in the regular season i know that it's been talked about a lot and we've, we've spoken to three teams now since the bracket started that have had two fights which i find quite quite strange um and obviously having the two fights put on YouTube as well. Like, are you curious? Like, would that affect your sponsorship kind of thing as well? Because normally, uh, like, I don't want to ask too much because yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's, sure. it's, it's, it's a financial thing. And I don't really like asking that kind of thing. But like, for me, I, I'm curious as well. Like, what's what's the... Because normally you're a, a top eight, top four, top two, whatever. Yeah. You get a lot of fights in the season. Yeah. Would that, like, does this affect you? Like, knowing that you're getting, you potentially get less screen time. Yeah, no, you you do get less screen time, so it's it's not a good thing for sponsorship for sure. Yeah, like sponsors will. I mean, you you have to explain like why I am not. We are not on this episode. Mm. Like that's that's really what it comes down to. It's 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 not good for sponsorship for sure. It's it's definitely a. Mm. It is it is not good in that in that sense. But then again, like our ice wave fight, for example, like I kind of get why they cut it. We flipped mm. him over pretty quick. It wasn't all that. You, you tried to make a fight out. I think you let him hit you a couple times. Yeah, they hit us. They <laughs> actually they kind of had us on the ropes for a second. Where oh, you, they you eventually really... got us under, right? There, there was yeah, one, and that was because their bar it? actually hit the wedgelet, which was oh. a really weird thing to happen. At one point, they got under us, and it fed one of our wedgelets into their bar, and the wedgelet was like 
exploded. Like it was, <laughs> it was just kind of hanging on there. So it had so much damage, it just kind of folded underneath. But um, luckily, that wasn't a huge problem. But yeah, I mean, I I get why that one wasn't aired. Like we yeah. flipped him over really quick. It's there wasn't a whole lot of damage. And the cobalt fight, it's I mean, you could uh <laughs> you could think for yourself why it wasn't aired. We'll, 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 let, we'll let the conspiracy theorist uh, get yeah, the, the that conspiracy one. Theorist. We need we need the tin foil again, but I think we've covered yeah. it enough tonight. Yeah. Yeah. They, they can people can have their fun with that. Now, yeah. There were some pretty like I saw like one theory saying that like someone thought that like cobalt like wouldn't be ready for their next fight and like we would take their place and like oh i've seen all sorts of weird theories about what's gonna happen or why things happen Look, we know what happens mammoth takes that spot anyway. yeah of course oh yeah, yeah. of course sorry you guys take it on you again. Yeah. <laughs> yep i think one one last one last thing as well yeah. i know you hinted to it slightly in your facebook post are we going to see a yellow boy in bounty hunters this year <laughs> it's it's, it's it's possible bounty hunters. I I don't even know when bounties are going to air. To be honest, there no I know they haven't said yet. Yeah, no one's going to yet. No. So it'll be. I'm assuming it'll hopefully not too long off, but we could be in there. Yeah. I okay. I'll tell you one thing. We yeah. were asked if we wanted to be in there. Okay. I can tell you that. Okay. And, so, if, and we yeah. If you had the choice of which bounty you'd go for. Even then, who would you have liked to have had? Obviously, given that you know we, we had. I think so. You had Lockjaw, Rotator, Scorpius, Tombstone, Witch Doctor, and Gigabyte, I think, were the kind of six who won They're the last six, year. yeah. Of those, because I think they have been, I think they've been confirmed as the bounty bosses at this point. And if they haven't, they have the bounty bosses. Um, Breaking news. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. <It's, laughs> yeah. yeah. Who would you have liked to have chosen of the six? Well, that's a good question, because that depends, like, what we want out of our bounty experience. Mm. Do we want, like, a, do we want a sure shot at winning the bounties? Because mm. I feel like a lot of those robots, we have fought and beaten, or we know we have a pretty good shot at beating. Mm. But there are the couple in there, like, I would say specifically Lockjaw and Witch Doctor, which we know we would struggle with and would be really close and mm. would be a really good challenge mm-hmm. and would give us good experience. So, uh Surely, yeah, well, surely yeah, we'll Tombstone must be up there, right? Yeah, because we fought Tombstone twice in last. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, one thing I will say at this point, because we were the round of 16, because like before that, people sign up for what bounty they want to be in. Mm. When you're at that point, mm-hmm. it kind of just choose for you if you choose you want to be in, because mm-hmm. they just need to fill spots. And like in relation to the tournament, the bounties are happening very soon. So they just kind of put you somewhere. They say, do you want to be in one? And they go, okay. And they throw you in one. So uh, at this point, it necessarily wasn't up to us <laughs> if we had wanted to be in a bounty where we would end up. But um, yeah, I, I will leave it at that. The bounties will happen. And I will say, in my opinion, some of the best fights of the season happen in bounty hunters. I've had some There were stuff. some insane moments in bounty cool. hunters that like robots that be there. <laughs> like, certain robots that maybe had tough luck in the tournament or just had, you know, stupid things happen, go into bounty hunters and just like clean house. It's insane. There are some crazy moments in there. I will say that. It's exciting. Well, it it does pay me a little bit to say that you're not going to be in the final episode this year. I think the the first time, the first time I know, which is crazy to think about, but, um, (laughs) As ever, thank you for coming and talking to us. You know, you you know, you're always welcome to come and talk robots with us. And, uh, no, we, we love we love having you on. It's it's, it's anytime. Yeah, no, and anytime you want me on, I'll I'll be there. <laughs> Absolutely, and of course, uh, David as well. 
thank you very much for your time. It's it's nice to have you on and a bit of Norfolk representation. Indeed, the, indeed. It's not quite Norwalk, right. but you know, it's close <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, there is a well potentially an event called Norfolk Havoc coming soon, which I'm excited for. Rumour has it. What is it called? North, so there's an area of England uh, called Norfolk. Norfolk. Ah. So it's Norfolk, okay. ha- Norfolk Havoc is the working title, Un- I think. Unconfirmed. Okay. We'll uh, let Jeremy cover yeah. that one and just yeah, he can drop him in. Not an April Fool's joke, promise. Yeah. It's totally not an April Fool's joke. It's not. <laughs> this is the, maybe maybe if uh, if I make some money at Norwalk and replenish my uh, my travel funds... Come, come and say hi. Come and say hi, yeah. please. It would be, be amazing. It would be the, the best thing. <laughs> I, feel, right. I feel like we need to catch up with the amount of times so you come, kind of come and spoke to us we'll just point. kidnap you from Robo now don't be fine <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that said I have been Sam Elliott 64 I have been Steve the American Killjoy I've been David Smeg. I've Askes from Whiplash and myself and Steve, maybe Jevon, we don't, maybe David again, we don't know because Dave. Uh, we have a hard time coordinating these things. Well, apparently. no, because Jev, Jevon's in the US next week. He's um, he's at Charlie's wedding, isn't he? Basically, I'm just going to yeah. stay cool for the next week. And <laughs> if I'm needed, I'll be here. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Again, I, mean, I know I mentioned already, but be nice in the comments. Be respectful to kind of everything that's gone on because ultimately it's not really anyone's fault, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an unfortunate if, circumstance. If if anything, if you're going to complain about anything, say this should be changed in the rules and give constructive yep. criticism. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Give give a clear that, kind of criticism. Yes. You're right. That is, that is all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yep. I think that's all of us all of us want really. But um, Perfectly yeah. Fair. Take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week for the final. <laughs>